Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you are hearing the sound of our voice, we thank and praise God for another chance and an opportunity to join you in the airwaves, giving God all praise, glory, and honor, for it is yet another day that the Lord has kept us and allowed us to be in the land of the living. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I am joined by none other than the beautifully talented, wonderful, beautiful, inside and out Miss Tanya Roberts, and we give God praise for her presence on today. Hey, sis. Hey, beautiful, and I'm telling you, back at you. And if you would know Elder, she is that way inside and out and definitely has held the test of time for a while. And I thank God because she is my silent sister. I'm the radical rambunctious. Let's get it on. Let's fight right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to do better. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. we, we, that's what's going to lead us into the topic because we can be different. You know, we're going to go through, through different things. But please believe me when I tell you, we have the same that you have, but we just want good results. Amen. 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 Well, that being said, give us a recap from last week and bring us up to speed as to what we're going into with part two this week, sis. Well, what we were talking about last week was just basically, I'm going to just put it in a nutshell, lowering the boundaries of um, the defense of going through the fight, always being on military mode, some of us, or being on guard at, at all times. And, you you know, so now we're going to flow. And then we said that we were going to talk about how do you do that in the midst of it all? How do you maintain your level of, how can I say it, sis? Um, enduring during these times that when you want to let up the wall, you want to hit the defense button, you want to do that where you can just have to trust, trust God through the midst of it all. I kind of recapping a little bit more. Amen. Amen. Um, perfect. We, um, we titled last week's show, um, the survivalist syndrome, um, survival by any means necessary. And so we said we were going to go this week, uh, with part two of that, but dealing as, as my sister just said on, how do we transition from by any means necessary of what we can produce and we can do to any means necessary of what God can do and learning how to trust him in the midst of being a survivalist? Because I don't think personally, I don't think we ever get over being that person that I don't think we ever right. fully come out of that syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, yes. it's embedded yes. in us, as we talked about last week. It's part of our DNA, you know, environmental yes. and um, biological DNA. But we've got to get to that place where we recognize that even as a survivalist, it is not survival of the fittest, it's survival in God's way, you know, and allowing him to be our commander-in-chief and give us the strategies that we need to overcome and to be who he created us to be. So, sis, just, you know, what's on your heart today in, in getting to that place 
of not my way, Lord, but thy way. Not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. I'll tell everybody out there, I have, I have to keep it real with you. I'm still struggling myself, you guys. Some days are better than others. Some days I'm like, Lord, okay. You know, it's always easy when things are going good. And then when the bottom mm-hmm. drops out or something happens or your foot slip or you say something or, you know, they tell you this got to happen or this got to happen, you don't have a job, or then you go, what? Then trusting God is very difficult. But he told mm-hmm. me something. This is what he said to me. See, the reason why your trust is the way it is is because you, <laughs> you believe I'm a mere man. But I told mm. you in your word that I'm not a man that I should lie. Nor am mm. I a man I have to confess. Nor any of that for Jesus is Lord. I'm not telling you. You can believe what you want to believe. Because in my heart, God is the infinite, the Father. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever mm-hmm. denies that. Okay? You may have a problem when mm-hmm. I say Jesus. You may have a problem, Elijah Muhammad, however you have to do that. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't care. You can come by railway or you can come by airplane. Just get there if you can. We just want you to get there and have an understanding of being free in your life. So I'm struggling with this right now, okay? I'm having, I have some good days. For last year, my job, oh, man, I've been walking on sunshine, singing the song, please hear me, love going in, clocking in, just feeling in control of everything. I got a new boss. Now he's shaking it up, turning it up, twisting it around, and changing things. Now I'm like this, what? But when you get <laughs> silent in your place, let me tell y'all something, though. See, this is a spiritual growth, and I didn't understand it before. You have to get to a place in your life that what you did last year, you try not to repeat it this year. And when I say that, I mean mm-hmm. your actions and your attitude. Sometimes mm-hmm. I say a year because sometimes, trust me, I'm not – See, y'all can say five days, 15 days after a three-day fast. I need a year because I, 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 the constant work and the battle of what I go through, trust me, I give myself a year, and if it happens before then, I'm really shouting. But I'm saying a year because what you have to do is you, wanna, you have to want the will to be better, different, knowing God more, mm-hmm. however it is in your heart, being at more peace, having more love, being more understanding. And it's a fight and it's a battle. But you know what the Lord said to me? He said, I brought him in your life so he can make you the best that you can be. Daddy, how mm-hmm. what? It's going to be a little bit more here. It may happen here, but I got the plan. I have the plan. Then I was listening to something, and that minister said the same thing. God said, I'm talking to you again. Then I went to church this morning, you guys, blaring, pouring down, storming, thunder, and rain. Normally, I'm going to tell everybody I would have turned around. And then I had a couple Mm. people that invited, and they were coming in the rain. So I said, I know I got to go. See how God loves Mm -hmm. me so much, he knew I had to be there to hear that word today. And then my pastor began to talk about David and how he got cursed out. But he said, sometimes when somebody curses you out, that's your blessing. I'm sure we all was looking like, what? But that's your blessing. Because, see, sometimes your friends sometimes don't want to tell you the truth. But sometimes you got to have somebody that's not, they're mediocre. They just got a straight poker face that's going to let you have it and let you show you where you're Mm -hmm. weak or where you need to be strong. Mm -hmm. Don't feel good. Don't like the messenger. Told the Lord already, I don't like that messenger. He said, get over it. You'll be okay. Because one thing about it is you ain't going to break down and cry. You ain't going to start looking at me and falling all out, telling me, Lord, help you, because you've already been helped. You already know. You have it. Oh, I have it. I have it. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for that, you guys. I'm not, it's not easy. Do I? Yeah, my stomach gets in pits. Then I have to fight, and I got to go listen to something positive, go work out, or go exercise a little bit. I just started. I break that off, and, come, and we become dates again, working out, and then I break up. They're not my date anymore, and then I'm back to square one. But at least fight and try. I didn't mean to overtalk, sis, but that's what I've been going through. And I'm going to tell you something. No, faith walk is not easy. But now faith is. It is now, you guys. The substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. 
it don't even look right to me. And I'm going, Lord, I'm going to be 55 years old soon. You showed me I was going to be doing this. I can't see nothing. But one, a year can be a second to him. So I'm going to shut up, sis, and I'm going to let you talk from here. You know what? What's really, really important, just in something that you just said, you know, you, you we have to be transparent and honest with God, you know, with our feelings. Because if we try to mask how we really feel about situations and circumstances around us with God, then we begin to lie to ourselves and and suppress important situations that we need God to step in and to help us with, to heal us of, to walk us through. And I think that that is vital in getting past that survivalist mentality that we, we're so steeped in. If we're not honest, like, you know, I, I like you, I just had an, uh, an honest conversation with God just yesterday. And you know what? It's like these are not like long, drawn-out conversations. You know what I'm saying? These are not like, oh, I was in my prayer closet and I labored before the Lord for hours and stuff like that. It, this is not what I'm talking about. I mean, I was literally just driving down the street having a heart-to-heart with my father, you know, and in my heart-to-heart with my father, I told him, I said, Daddy, I struggle with being content sometimes. You know, help me in that, seriously. And in being honest in situations like that helps us to get to the place where God would have us. Because think about this. In, in, and this is for me because, you know, I, I know all of you guys are perfect and you don't struggle the way I struggle. I, I get you. You know, I'm, I'm that bad seed. I hear you. <laughs> okay. But in the sheer possibility that you may meet somebody, okay, to struggle with what I struggle. If I'm not honest with God and say, you know what, Daddy, I struggle with contentment at times, whereas there are things in life that I want. I want to accomplish, I want to have, I want to own, I want to do. And I see other people doing it. And I'm not, I don't so much struggle with a jealous spirit, but I struggle with the fact of, Father, where is it that I'm missing it? Because the promises that you have made to me, just like what you just said, says promises that I believe I heard from your mouth. I don't see materializing all the time. Or you will give me a directive just like you have right now that says you need to stay on this job. And I'm going, you know what, I'm so over the job, the men, the everything that goes with it, I can't even see straight. But yet, you are God, so I need to follow you in this journey and allow you to direct my path because you see tomorrow and I don't. But in the midst of all of this, Daddy, I'm struggling with being content. Because I'm not understanding. I, I'm just I'm just being honest. So I think that part of getting to the place of not being in your own survival mode, because, see, if I stay in my own survival mode without being honest with God, with my struggles, then I'm going to try to make those things happen that I'm not content in right now. You know, and God has a perfect timing, and he's, he's got a perfect plan, as you just said. And so with purpose, there's progress. In the midst of your purpose, there is progress. And so you have to get to a place of honesty, honesty with yourself and honesty with God so that he can walk you through, help you through, show you how to get past those feelings. Sometimes it's feelings of inadequacy. Like, you know what, why is it that I struggle in this, this, and this, and I see other people, and it does not appear on the outside that they're struggling. And God is quick to remind that, you know what, don't judge a book by its cover, because you may have this struggle, but they got another struggle. And your struggles are your own personal journey of progress. So don't ever try to compare struggles. And it's like, okay, I feel you, Lord. Watch what you think. Watch what you say. And watch what's in your heart. The way you guard your heart is through your honest communication with God. 
honesty. So, you know, since you had mentioned last week, we were going to talk about putting on different clothing. And I think one of those garments that we have to put on in the midst of this, in the midst of this transition, is that garment of honesty where you come face-to-face with you and and not try to put on that sanctimonious Christian face face right. all the time, like, right. oh, I got it all together. No, I don't. Yes, yes. yes. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You know what I said one day? I was like, Lord, before I knew it, I'm so tired of people hiding behind the cross. I'm so tired of mm-hmm. ugly people hiding behind the cross. You know, I'm, keep your Jesus mm-hmm. t-shirts and your cross earrings and your necklaces and all that. Take all that. Because what the world needs is honesty so they can truly see God yeah. in you. Because yeah. we, we are yeah. nasty, and then we're not wanting to change. We're telling God to change mm. the way we want him to. While you were talking, sit, the Lord said, huh, you asked me for something. Now you're trying to tell me the path that I should take you? Not you, sis. I was talking mm-hmm. about me. Because, mm-hmm. see, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I be telling the Lord, can I go around left, around up this road? I want to pass Taco mm-hmm. for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And then it's because I think this is going to be a lot easier. And I'm sure he's mm. up in heaven going, y'all don't go get her. <laughs> y'all don't stop. <laughs> you don't stop playing. You know what I'm trying to say? So I love you guys, but I'm going to tell you something. No, it's not easy. I just choose to. I can, I was starting to get upset because, man, the devil was sending people to me telling me what my new boss was saying, and I'm going, oh, I'm getting gravelly, and they, oh, I know they laughing, and they, they trying to take it back because I was being something. But then when the Lord finally calmed me down, what are you doing? What are you doing? Then I had to begin to Mm. praise him. Thank you, Lord, for the time you gave me that was at peace. But even though it means war, Mm. that don't mean that I can't live in peace. Because I refuse Mm. to accept anything less. Just refuse. And it's not easy, but you got to fight for it. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. He didn't say the steps Mm. of something crazy. He said the steps of a good mm. man. But even though he's already done it, but he's ordered your steps to go a certain direction because when you get to where you got to go, you got to have the best understanding ever. See, we think we can handle yeah. being this way and being having this. I'm talking about a million-dollar book. Okay, Tanya, you get that million dollars. Okay. You're going to be okay when I tell you to get half that to something? Are you going to be okay when I tell you, even if it's your enemy? When I tell you to bless your enemy, will you be able to do what I say do? Because what you forgot is I'm still the same one that you asked. So I'm going to be the one that's going to take you. But I'm still going to be the one that you're going to have to come back to so you can be content in it all anyway. Man, that ain't going to mm. make you happy, you guys. Giving it the way you want mm. to ain't going to make you happy. The Lord gave it to me the way I wanted it. I went out there in the streets, started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Selling my body, I ain't going to lie, but it was to high bidders. That's what I kept telling myself. But it doesn't mean anything. You still did it. So what I'm saying to mm-hmm. you is, thank God for the sea of forgetfulness first. And then I thank God for me still being here. Now I want to do it right. Amen. Now I'm like, you know what I told the Lord? I don't want to complain because my complaints have got me turned around so many times. I ain't trying to come back here no more. Ooh, tell me what I got to do and, and yes. tell me um, now. Give me the specific instructions, Lord. I don't mean no harm or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a little special sometimes, so I need you to give it to me the way I can understand it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little touch. You know, I'm your touch mm-hmm. child. You know, I get a little off. You know what I'm saying? A little ADD, AP, mm-hmm. elemental P. So I need you to give it to me, and he okay. does over and over again. So, you guys, Amen. I'm telling you this for a reason. I can't be anything but true to God. I'm telling you something. I had to because I was going crazy. You can't keep hiding from God. He sees you. He knows who you are. And if you can't yes, be nobody in your own house, then you can't be yourself. Get with God in your mm. own privacy. I talk to God. I don't have to be prostrate out for 100 hours. I'd be like, Lord, okay, Daddy. I'd be falling on my knees now, y'all. Sliding off the bed on my knees. I need you. Mm. Let my tears pray for me right now because I really don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I know I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Lord, I might let my tears, let my groans pray for me. Because I promise you, that, Lord, I don't understand none of this. Why am I still here when you told me you would crown me king? I'm sure David was saying that. 
while I'm out here being a shepherd boy. You told me I'm going to be king? Where's that? Okay? Hmm. So, look, we just got to, mm, I just got to tell you, see, when you walk with him, time will go by so fast anyway. He been and delivered you, and before you know it, you be like, I'm delivered? You mean I don't trip out the way I used to? <laughs> He'll allow something to happen that won't even bother you. You be like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. That, I don't even care about that anymore. So come on, people. Come on. This is coming from Tanya. Amen. You know, God is such a precious, precious Savior. Um, and he loves us so much. I was watching um, a live record. Well, I was watching it this morning. I guess it was recorded live yesterday of Leandra Johnson. And, you know, she has struggled and fought and had so many different things that she has gone through. But you know what? I posted it on my page that this is grace manifested, you know, because she, in her transparency and her honesty, she said, I'm going to tell you straight out, I walked away. I said I'm not dealing with God no more. That was me straight up. Hey, that's what I said. But I'm standing here before you today because of his love and his grace, you know. And, I mean, so when you can be transparent and honest, with your your relationship with the Lord, with with what God has walked you through, again, that I believe is when we get beyond that survivalist mentality. It comes with honesty, and it was so funny to me, but not funny, ha ha, but funny like, are you serious right now? People were posting, going, why do the cam- why is the camera keep showing her ankle bracelet? You know, because she's still on, I guess, house arrest or whatever. They're obviously allowing her to leave home, but she has that ankle monitor. And she was testifying that I only have to wear this monitor for 25 more days, y'all. I'm celebrating and rejoicing in God. And the people, this is what got me. See, these sanctimonious people, why the camera keep showing her ankle bracelets? And she, she, in her transparency, is talking about it, saying, you know what? This is part of why I'm rejoicing today. This is why I'm singing, because I'm thanking and praising God for where he brought me and what he's delivered me from. Because she said, I shouldn't be here this morning. I shouldn't even be alive right now. But God, so when we get to that place where we stop again being so sanctimonious and so, oh, holier than thou, and oh, my God, you ain't never made a mistake, okay, then that's when you get to the place where God can not only transform you but use you. As long as you're walking around with your, again, that's that, that faith, faith, that fake faith, wait a minute, fake faith, faith. Okay, three of fake faith, faith. Okay, like oh, I I just got all the faith in the world and God, and I don't have no struggles because I just trust Him wholeheartedly. Let me tell you something. I love the Lord with every fiber of my being, and I know I trust God, but I struggle. And in my honesty to admit that I struggle, God can step in and be my Father. Okay, he is not asking me to be superwoman, super Christian, okay? He is asking me to be humble before him and come to him. Just like I said yesterday, the conversation I was having, it's like, you know what, Daddy, I struggle. I need your help in this area because I struggle sometimes with being content. I don't want to struggle with it. I I want to be that person that is all good no matter what I'm walking through. That's the person I desire to be. But, Daddy, I have to be honest with you, and I struggle with this. I do. It's not like it's an everyday situation and I'm always looking at everybody. It's not even like that. But in the moment that that it is like that, I Uh need to be honest with God. I Amen. need to be honest Amen. with him because that's the only way transformation is going to take place. Right. I'm telling you, day, let me tell you something. There are some good days and there are some bad days. There are some strong days. There are some weak days. I'm telling you, read Ecclesiastes, everything under the sun. 
I don't care what anybody say. I don't care how holy you are. You may have never been molested. You may have never been raped. You may have never been struggled with being gay. You may not have struggled. I'm just saying with drugs or anything or hoard your body out. Oh, I'm sure that just makes you so perfect. Well, let me say something to you. My grandmama told me when I was a little girl, big, big lie, little lie, still a dang lie. And if God redeemed you, you can still mm-hmm. go to hell behind it. So we need to come out of ourselves. I didn't say you had to come out of yourself to everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call on the phone and admit anything to us. Of That's not what not. we're trying to do. But what we want you to do is if you never call in, we want you to listen. And through our words and through our testimonies, you can be delivered. You can be set free. No, I know. I know. You, my sister will tell you content, contentment. Now the Lord giving me instruction for something else. I'm going down for Give up, give up what? Do okay, uh, okay. You gotta get this, <laughs> especially when we live in a world everybody having and everything going on. What? What? Mm. That's I, I, what I thought I was going to. You know what I'm trying to say? Big, right now, bigger. Mm-hmm. Right? And he said, I, mm-hmm. "Okay, I got it. What? Okay, Lord, because I know he said I got a plan. I got a plan in you." So you know what? Oh, I'm not. Do I? Oh, man, y'all don't even know. Especially when I got my house the way I like it. Shut the front and the back door. Like coming home, looking Mm -hmm. at it. Okay, and now you're saying, Mm -hmm. okay. Then my job's feeling content. Now all of a sudden I'm going, what? Okay. I said, I'm not going to say one word. I'm just going to shut my mouth. (laughs) Lord say, no, you don't. (laughs) But I'm going to just say something. (laughs) No, you're not. You ain't going to do that neither. Mm. If they say one word to me, get in my face, I bet you I'm ready to go to the left, to the left. The Lord say, no, you're not. Because mm. what you don't know is, see, you've done that all the time. You've blown your blessings. That's why you are where you are. Mm. So this is the part mm. you don't like to go to. This is the part mm. you don't like. Well, I got to tell you, not right now. This is the part you don't like when I got to tell you no. See, this is the part you don't like. You love when I tell you yes, don't you, Tanya? Yes, Daddy, I do. You love when I tell you you can have this and bless your finances. Yes, Daddy. Yeah, I do. You love when I can, you can do this and do that. Yes, everything content on your job. A-OK. But you don't love when I tell you you're getting ready to go through. No, Daddy, I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You don't serve a God that's Burger King. You serve a God that you said when you read in his word, however you get to know him, that he knows you by heart. He is the ultimate perfection the ultimate being, gracefully, of everything that we can possibly ever think or imagine. He is the infinite God above all things. All power and glory is in his hand. He controls the atmosphere, the mountains, the birds, the bees, the trees, the fowler, everything, even us. But what he has done is given us the ability to want to love ourselves, be ourselves, and be content. And it's okay. Because God said, I will withhold no good things from you. Nothing. That's right. I told you I shall deliver you out of them all. That's mm-hmm. what he said. He said, I will not leave your soul in hell. I shall deliver you out of them all. I didn't realize mm-hmm. I had so many monkey personalities until he started delivering me. And then when he delivered mm-hmm. me, I thought I was done. Because I felt, whew, okay, I ain't got to do this no more. I ain't got to go out there in the street. I feel good about that, child. And so don't want to be tempted by it. Because I don't know what might happen in this world. So all I'm going to tell you guys is this. Come on, keep it real. That's what the show is called. Keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with God. Love him. I promise you, if you be real with him. I get up in the morning all the time. You know what I told the Lord? But I, I mess up. I cuss. Sure did. Did it again. Told the people on the radio show that I'm trying to do better. And I did it again because I don't understand this. I don't want nobody up in my face, Lord. Please keep them out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, Lord, saying, who is she talking to for one? <laughs> Man. Look, oh, go you get her. Look, angels, go get her. Okay. Huh? I <laughs> to, I sent a letter to my nephew because my nephew was my sounding board 
um, for the things that I'm going through at my job. When I went to Houston last month, you know, he was gracious enough to take me to dinner and allow me just to dump all my garbage on him with all of my complaints and, and what I was going to do if I didn't get a raise and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I went on and on and on, right? And so then he came to Vegas um, a couple of weeks ago, and we went out to dinner, he, I, and my husband, and um, and he wanted an update. Well, I see, so what's going on, right? So I gave him an update, but what I left out was what I had shared with our audience when God said, you know, do you have enough faith to stay if I tell you to stay? It's, it, I've gotten accustomed to stepping out on faith and believing God to do what he says he was going to do. But now he flipped the script, and do you have enough faith to believe me when I say stay? in the midst of this situation. So when I was telling my nephew my update, I left that part out. And because I left that part out, God checked me on it. Oh, so in your heart, you still feeling like you're going to do what you want to do. And if this raise don't come, when you think, when you, according to your schedule, you still planning on leaving. Is that right? So I had to come clean, and I wrote my nephew um, on Messenger. But here's what I did. When I wrote him, I told him the truth, and I told him what I left out when I told him about my update. But then I asked him to be my accountability partner because I said, you know what, I need someone to hold me accountable, okay, because I, I know what I'm feeling inside. And because I know me, I know that the wrong thing said to me, the wrong gesture made, you know, will set me off. And I want to walk this thing out according to God's plan, not according to mine. And I know categorically, I'm in my feelings where this is concerned right now. I got some major problems and issues. And like you just said, sis, I'm trying my best not to complain. Our pastor has been dealing with complaining and how it, it cancels our, our, our um, blessings and how it dishonors God and all these different things. So I'm really, really trying to get to the place of not complaining. At the same time, I'm in my feelings so deep about this situation that it's hard not to. So I asked my nephew to be my accountability partner. So keep me accountable. This is why I believe that God told me to tell you the truth of what he said and what I have to do according to what he has asked me to do so that you keep me honest, okay? And so, and he he agreed to be my accountability partner. And then he asked me, he said, okay, Auntie, so what happened? Because Thursday was the first, got paid, what happened? What, how did it go down? So I had to tell him, didn't get my raise. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying not to complain and I said, and I did have some things to say. I'm being truthful, right? I did have some things to say, but until I felt my anger rising, and once I felt my anger rising, God just shut my mouth, and it was like, okay, I don't have nothing else to say. Because I'm, in being accountable, in knowing, like, Lord, I know what you said to me, so I've got to keep my emotions under wrap. People, we allow our emotions to have too much control over our lives. We really do. Now, I thank God that he allowed us the feeling of emotion, but that feeling of our emotion should never, ever, ever override the spirit of the living God and the direction that God has given us. See, that's another thing, okay? So in our clothing ourselves to get beyond this survivalist mode, it is keeping our emotions in check because we will let our emotions take us down a path that our spirit don't want to go on. And that's real. If we allow our emotions to take over 90% of the time, our emotions is going to take us someplace our spirit don't want to go. Because if our spirit is being, has been transformed to the spirit of the living God, our spirit don't want to go where our emotions want to take us. Because our emotions will have us cussing people out, 
Our emotions will have us pulling out a knife, a gun, or something else and ready to shoot somebody in our emotions, in our anger, making choices and decisions that are not aligned with the spirit and the will of God. So we're going to put on honesty. We're also going to check our emotions at the front door when it comes to listening and allowing the spirit of the living God to lead God in the record. And I'm telling you guys, now, I have none of this written down. This is coming straight from the throne room as we discuss this. Seriously. So God is giving us strategies as we go. How to do this, how to maintain how to be in obedience with him rather than in in survivalist syndrome mode for ourselves. He's He's such a faithful father. You know, your father will teach you. Your father will train you. Your father will correct you. He'll show you the way to go. So even though we know that he is our God, we should never, ever discredit his role as our father. Because in his sovereignty, he can just make you do, but he chooses not to make you. He chooses to allow you to choose him over what you feel you want to do. And in those choices is great reward. Every single time we choose him, it may not feel good. And you may not be able to to immediately see the reward in it. Like you just said, Tam, you know, with your boss. And, and think how the enemy is. He got people coming to you to tell you what the man said. You don't need to hear that. Not when you're trying to keep yourself in check. Right. And they but think they're doing you, know you a favor. The devil don't play fair. Right. The devil don't play exactly. Fair, and stop expecting so that's him why too. we've got exactly and that's why we've got to make sure that we are checking ourselves because he will set you up the enemy will absolutely set you up and cause you to lose and miss that blessing so Again. keep yourself in check I'm going to tell y'all something the devil wasn't messing with me. I didn't feel for a while, little bitty pivots here and there. But I felt like I was walking on sunshine. I mean, I had some things happen that kind of agitated me, irritated me. But I thank God. I thank you, Lord. Not, you know what I'm saying? Last couple of months, not bad at all. But let me just say this to you. Whew. But when he does, it's not easy. It's not. But one thing about God is he just told me while you were talking and we said, I'll trust you, Lord. Love God. Lean not into thine own understanding. In all mm-hmm. thy ways, acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. Nope, it ain't easy to acknowledge when you tell the Lord, okay, Daddy, I need you to work this out for real. I can't see this going mm-hmm. nowhere. I notice, is this you? I'll be double checking, y'all. I'll be like triple checking. I'm going to be that one when I'm gone. I'm going to be re- in the rewritten version of the Bible. She asked God 25 <laughs> times before, <laughs> and he gave her the same answer. <laughs> okay. Over and over. Yes, it's Over me. and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not easy, you guys. I'm not telling you it is, but it's worth it. I mean, I'm so tired of going back and doing this again because I'm, mm-hmm. I, I get it, but I'm not trying to get it. You know, I trust in the Lord, again, with all thy heart and all thy mind, all thy soul. Don't lean into your own understanding. I'm telling y'all, I am one. I said, dang, Lord, do they get it? I'm try- I make these stupid mistakes. And I'm just praying they get it so they don't have to do it. They don't have to. I'm not saying you're going to mm-hmm. go through what I went through, but you're going to go through something when you're disobedient. And disobedient mm-hmm. is your own way. Not God's mm-hmm. way. Your way. You, got- mm-hmm. you can't have it your way. Sometimes God will give it to you. But it has to line up to the purpose and the plan of what he has for your life. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not easy because I'm going through something too. But I will tell you this. He never said it would be easy. But if you just do, you got to fight with everything in you guys. I wake up putting headphones in my head in the morning. 
I have to listen to something positive now. I have to get my spirit into a mood where I, I, I'm just being honest with y'all. Because I know, Tanya, it's easy to lose it out there now, you guys. You see how people tripping out and acting mm-hmm. crazy now? Mm-hmm. Y'all better get a grip because I'm like my sister. I can't be nobody's woman in jail. I'm going to have to be the dude. And I just don't want to <laughs> do that. I'm just keeping mm-hmm. it real with everybody, okay? So get it together mm-hmm. and know that it's going to be all right. I know that's what these shows are for. Listen and share. We want you guys to know yeah. this ain't something we talking. This ain't something we plan about. This is not easy. But you cannot have it. You're not God. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a reason for God. You been, And I'm going to tell you, I don't know about y'all. I've been drove the bus off the cliff a long time ago if, I, if he kept letting me control the wheel. Because I was already oh, flipping. I promise y'all. Mm. A lot of y'all, if he give y'all the wheel right now, I promise y'all, y'all would drive off a cliff. And I mean, let stuff start happening. Yeah, no, I'm forever oh, yeah. saying, oh. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> like, forever. What? You better come mm. on. That's my All favorite. Right. I'm going to tell you. You better know it. Mm. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged and stay close to God, because I don't know about y'all. He'd know how to get me back to him. He'd be like, Tanya, trouble. I'd be like, here I come. <laughs> Here I come. I, I ain't far. <laughs> look, I was just around the corner. I'm right here. Okay, I ain't going. Look, you know I wasn't okay when he called me. Yep, here I am. Okay, I'm right here. You ain't got a uh-uh. So I'm just being honest with you, okay? So that's what I want to say on Tanya's side. You know, unfortunately, that's how he has to do so many of us to get our attention and say trouble. You know, because when all is well, a lot of times we won't seek him out. And he wants to be sought out in the good and the bad. He doesn't want you just to run to him in trouble. Yes, he's there for you in trouble. But he wants to commune with you when it's not panic time. When it's not, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. But when you can just take a ride and just commune and have conversation. When you can walk on the beach, just you and your father, and talk or feel the presence of God overwhelm you just in your praise and in your adoration for him. You know, that pleases him more than you ever could imagine because you want to be in his presence. It's not just, I I need you right now, so, you know, genie in the bottle for me, now, you know, I'm going to seek you. No, no, in the good, the bad the indifference in all times, in all situations, in all circumstances. Father, I need you close to me. I need to be close to you. We have to walk this thing out together, Daddy. I can't do this without you, no matter what, you know, and we need to get to those places in our lives where he is the necessary air that we breathe. You know, in you I move and breathe and have my very being, I recognize that without you, I am nothing. I recognize that in all things, in all things, I need you. In my joy, in my laughter, in my peace, in my sorrow, in all things, at all times, I need you, Lord, because I am nothing without you. I can't do this thing without you. You know, I can't even praise and worship you properly without you because I need your spirit within me to teach me how to praise you. You know, we as women, we can testify that sometimes we have to help our mates love us the way we want to be loved. And sometimes it's vice versa, that our mates have to show us what pleases them. It's like that with the father, you know. I want you to teach me, Lord, how to praise you because I want my praise to be glorious before you. I want you to look forward to the time that we spend together just as I look forward to the time that we spend together. This is not a one-sided affair. It is not just about your love for me, but it is for our love for one another that we can share and enjoy each other, just being in each other's presence. 
You see, we call upon God because we want his presence in our lives. But have we stopped to think how much he wants our presence around him? He loves us. He created us for fellowship with him. We forget that. We forget how much God really, really loves us. There was a um, a posting on Instagram the other day, and, and I shared it with a few people. And it was a letter from God. And it was narrated, and it talked about his love for us and how much he loved us as to our Father. And it brought tears to my eyes because sometimes, you know, we just need a reminder of the love, how precious the love is that God has for us. It's precious, y'all. It's not something that we need to take for granted. It's so much deeper than just give me, give me, give me. It's incredible that he thought of us in his mind before the foundation of the earth, before he created the earth. He had you in his heart and in his mind. And so then he put everything in motion to set up this appointed time for you to be in this earth realm that he could use you and fellowship with you. How precious is that? I mean, things like that, moments like that, when he brings you into an awareness of how deep and vast his love is for you, these are times and moments that should not be taken lightly, that should not be passed over. These are times and moments where you should embrace and relish that time. If you've ever been in love and that person truly loved you back, you look forward to that time of fellowship. You look forward to the intimate times. You look forward to being in that person's presence. And that's how God feels about us. So we shouldn't shortchange him by being selfish in what we want and how we want it and not dealing with him or not acknowledging him if he doesn't do it exactly the way we think it should be done. And that's part of what that survivalist syndrome will cause in you. Oh, God, well, you didn't do it this way, so that's okay. I'll go do it myself. See, I I speak that from my attitude with a man, okay, in, in my past before my husband. And sometimes I've been like that with my husband. Let me tell the truth here and be transparent. If you don't do it the way I want it done or you're slow in doing it, never mind, I'll do it myself. But that's not the attitude that God wants us to have with him. And that's not another show we have because I, I got the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> I got the same problem. That might have to be another show. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. And I was living in Florida, and my pastor's was at an event, Brinson, when I lived in Florida. And I'm sitting, and Pastor Ed was ministering one day. And girl, if he didn't step all over my toes. Because Pastor Ed said, For you wives, if you would build your husband up, Instead of being so quick to say, never mind, I'll do it myself, he might do what it is that you want him to do. I was like, "Uh?" (laughs) I try not to wear tight shirts when I'm knowing. Oh, my God. (laughs) He stepped all over my feet, all over my feet. I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." all I could say was, ouch. That was really all I could say. Because, yeah, I was at one. Oh, you taking too long. He said, just, you know, help a brother out. Build us up. We need to be built up. And I promise you, if you build us up, anything you think you want will be yours. We can't do it fast enough for you. He's like, well, all righty then. Hmm. You know what? You just brought me to my attention. This is what I thought about. I bet you that's what happened with Adam and Eve in the garden. She's like, come on, Adam, eat this apple. Mm. He's like, no, you know Eve, the Lord said, don't eat that apple. Adam, if you don't eat this apple, I'm going to eat it myself. Eve, come on now. You know God told us don't eat that apple. 
She said, he ain't mm-hmm. eating it fast enough, so I'm, I look. We're going to take a look. So he said, let's just eat it together. See? See what we've done mm-hmm. from the beginning of time, you guys? Okay, it hurts. Mm-hmm. But okay. Wow. Amen. Wow. Wow, wow. You know what? We, I mean, we've got to learn. We, we've got to learn. And we've got to take the lessons that we learn to heart. You know, don't don't put them in effect today and tomorrow go back to what you used to do. Now, that one was for me. <laughs> okay. You know, we learn lessons. God is gracious enough to teach us things, and we deal with it on that basis for that appointed time, and then we forget the lesson we learned and we go back to what we used to do. And that's not good. That's not good. Some lessons are meant to be permanent lessons, not just a lesson for a day. It's like I learned in kindergarten, one plus two equals three. Guess what? I'm 63 years old almost now, and one plus two is still three. That principle did not change. It's still the same. (laughs) That's real. Still the same. That's real. Some of the lessons that God has been trying to teach us, we utilize it for a moment, and then we pass it on. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, let me go back to how I used to do it. And he's like, no, one plus two is still three, honey. It hasn't changed. I and the reason the why you moved on, yeah. And that principle, exactly. that principle, hold on one second, sis, that principle can be utilized at any given time. A principle does not change. The situation may change, but the principle, it remains the same. Go ahead, sis. Mm-hmm. All I was going to say is the reason why people move on anyway, because that, that didn't work what they were trying. You wouldn't have moved on if it, mm-hmm. what you were trying to work out was try, it was working out for you. So why would you go back right. to it? That's what you came to me. Right. That's what my husband had to right. tell me. When right. you going to get it? You know what I'm saying? Well, you ain't going to get mm-hmm. that? I mean, do you, do you did it? You bumped your head last time? You want to bump it again? And as mm-hmm. mother said, and God rest in peace, my mother used to say to me, you can go back around that mountain if you want to, but I'm not going with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That's real. That is so so real. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's time we grow up. You know, um there's there's stages in our, our walk with the Lord, you know, as a baby we're on milk. You know, babies just drink milk. They don't you know, newborns you don't even put cereal in it because their little system can't digest it. They just drink milk. But then as they mature and they grow, then you can put a little cereal in it because they're a little stronger. Their little digestive system is ready to take on something a little more solid. It's like that with your walk with the Lord. As you grow, as you as you expand in your surrendering unto the will of God, then he can trust you with more things. But as long as you keep going back to the old thing, as long as you stay in that survivalist mentality, that, Lord, if you don't do it, I'll do it myself mode, he can't trust you. He can't trust you because you will mess up that that he has for you. And so that's why we're trying to, to, to get this into your heart and into your spirit, you know, that your survival is dependent on the Father not dependent on your ability. It's dependent on his. And understand this, whatever ability you may possess, he gave it to you. So allow him to use it at the appointed time and in the proper fashion for which he created you for. Amen. 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 And I'm going to say something, sis, while you were speaking. The Holy Spirit gave me something. See, when you're growing as babies, you start off with formula. And then they graduate you into the process of eating foods that are a little bit more solid. And then as you grow in Christ, you begin to eat more. Your appetite becomes more. You want different things. You try different things, like anything, whether mm-hmm. it's food or whatever. And then as you mature mm-hmm. in Christ, 
Your system becomes the same as when you were a baby, but this time it's telling you, no, I can't eat that pork no more. Pork ain't good for me. Nope, I can't deal with this sin no more because last time that caused me to have a heart attack. Nope, I can't do that. Mm. So maturity in Christ, please hear me. When you become mature in Christ, your system will begin to tell you what things you can't put in it anymore. Where you used to go tell a lie at the drop of a dime, your system will probably go, I ain't lying this time. I hope God please don't wow. ask me because I ain't going to lie. Or if you did something last time, you don't, you're not going to want to dwell in it. That's spiritual maturity. Right. So guess right. what? As you walk in God, you're into some things you're not going to like anymore. You don't have to because that's, mm-hmm. that, you're growing. But there's still going to be mm-hmm. some things you're going to dibble and dabble with, eat, drinking you some milkshakes or eating you more sweet than what you should. But then after a while, as you mature, if you have to go to the doctors, God forbid, then you're going to go, I can't eat that no more. I can't eat as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. But that's the same as mm-hmm. spiritual maturity. You're not going to walk in the same things you walked in before, you guys. It's just one thing at a time. And that's all you can do at yeah. this moment. Because if you like me, I'd be yeah. trying to take it all. I, that, God, I want you to deliver me from everything at one time. This, mm-hmm. that, this, that, and deliver me, and I'm going to be okay. See, once you get do that, Lord, then I can start living my life according to what you want me to live to. Just You just got to wash it all away. And God is saying, don't you, you ain't going to get it, Tanya. Because I gave you a mm-hmm. piece of before of what I was going to give you, and you flipped out. Hmm. You Do you see what I'm saying? You're not going to yeah. let your, your, your 10-year-old, like TDJ said, you ain't going to give a 10-year-old a car key. It don't mm-hmm. matter if you keep car until he get grown. You go, you ain't gonna give it to him when he's ten. It can be the same car and mm-hmm. everything, but it's different timing, and that's what it's going mm-hmm. on right now. I love you guys, and I pray that you guys enjoyed this show today. I pray that you guys got what we've been pouring our spirits out to tell you. We're being transparent because we love you, and that we call us we call ourselves, and we know that we are the disciples of God. And we're to go out and be able to share with others. And we're trying to do whatever we can to let you get it, to make you understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not brought to you by this uppity mm-hmm. show. It's not brought to you by the bougie show. It's brought to you by <laughs> the Keep It Real show. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may not like it. But guess what? I guarantee you, if you listen hard enough, it's something that can help you. Amen. I love you guys. Amen. Can you pray over the people before we close out today? Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm just praying right now, first for myself, because I begin, I truly believe that charity begins at home. And I'm praying for my own situation, mm-hmm. my own things that I struggle with, Lord, first. Because in order for me to be delivered, Father God, I believe that that's the only way that I can go out there and help others. Now, there's some things that I can be delivered mm-hmm. from, Father God, and help others, and there's some things that I'm struggling with, and I can still believe I can still help others, even in my struggle. Because I can show others that, Father God, no matter what, there was a time, trust me, I was trying to commit suicide so many times. There was a time I would have took my life. There was a time I would have put a gun to my head. There was a time I would have blew it off, cursed everybody out, and went underneath the ground. There was a time I would have had a tantrum, had a many strokes. Something would have happened that I would have caused on me because of that. But because, Lord, I know I can see that you're intervening in my life, that perfect peace whose mind has stayed on thee, that's a true statement. You got to do everything you can to stay close to you, Lord. Listen, if you got time for a little bit of this, a little bit of that, Lord, let them have time for you. Everyone thinks mm-hmm. it takes hours or days, but it's just that quality time with you to say, Lord, I thank you and I trust yeah. you. Help me to trust you all the more. Help me even in these difficult times, even when I don't understand. Help me, Father God, because what I do want to do is this moment that you've given me, this life, this vessel. I want to do everything I can to for myself for the ones that are around me to love better, to understand better, to be a greater person, and not to stress about the things right now that I cannot change. I thank you, Lord, Mm. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the love and all the honor. Thank you, Lord. Lord, truly you're the God that created me. I truly don't believe that you have anything bad for me. I don't believe you said you have plans to prosper me. Prosper me, Father God. To lift me up. And look to greater days. I thank you right now. I love you guys. I'm praying blessings over your lives, your children going back to school. We're praying that the protection around them in the name of Jesus. 
We're praying, Father God, for all the ones that just lost the loved ones in the shooting. We're praying for their families, and we are bereaving in our spirits mm-hmm. for them today. And, Father God, right yeah. now we just thank you and we love you all the more. And please stay tuned next week because I'm sure we're going to have something delicious to talk about. And we love you guys. Be blessed. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, I give you praise, Lord God, for what you have shared with us on today. We ask, Father God, that you would lead God and direct the steps of our listeners, oh God, that they would, Father God, come into a greater knowledge of who you are and how precious your love is for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, we decree that it is so. I love you, sis. Amen. I love you, beautiful. Be blessed. You as well. God bless you guys. See you next week. Let's keep it real.